Hello everyone and welcome back to Premier League Procrastination episode 4. Me and Tom are back once again. Everyone was uh, loving the last episode. Thank you so much to those those people that listened um, and thanks for listening to all of it as well. It does actually mean a lot. A little shout out to you guys that made it to the end. Uh, yeah, the retention was definitely up last week, which, uh, you know, you know, it gives us more motivation to take this more seriously, which is just resulting in greater content, which is brilliant, which is what we want to bring at the end of the day. Uh, just a you know, just a short kind of podcast today, just for you know, for you to escape for twenty minutes, just while you're taking the dog for a walk or cutting the grass or on your drive to work. Um, we're going to be talking about the game week which has just gone, game week two. Uh, just our thoughts on the game. We're not going to try and pretend to be Mika Richards and Graham Sunis again because uh, we've realised very quickly that uh, we're not football experts, and you know, at least we've realised this early in the pod. We're not trying to. Uh, steal a living as a yeah. as a football pundit. Well, also, I, I quite like Pogba, so I can never be Graham Sooners. No. And, I mean, I don't find Tom very funny, so I can't be Micah Richards. Yeah, and <laughs> Seth knows even less than me about football, so... Yeah, that is true. He can be either of them. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I know a bit, but um, yeah. not enough to be talking about tactics. Uh, so we just decided for it to be more of a bit of a laugh, which is brilliant. I think I think it's what we wanted from the start. Yeah, I, think. I mean, no one cares about you saying that Dominic Calvert Lewin getting an early cross in, you know, he's going yeah. to score loads. Oh, of, no I, one gives a crap. Everyone, everyone's already think, listened to that. I don't think Benitez is going to be sat in his office at, uh, <laughs> at Finch Farm, sat listening, being like, "Oh yeah, we actually need to do that since that guy and that <laughs> that's that new podcast said." <clears throat> And my voice has gone there, but that's fine. Yeah, oh, your voice has through. gone. Yeah, well, massive shout out to everyone because the last episode, basically everyone listened to the entire thing, which was was amazing, really. Uh, so yeah, very happy with that. We're going to crack on with the first um, first game, so we don't keep you too long. Uh, Man City versus Norwich, which was four nil. Everyone will know it's four nil. Five nil. Five nil. It was five nil. Yeah. Yeah. I even I didn't even write five nil. I wrote four nil. So that's a good start. <laughs> Well, great start. This is the level of. Prefer- I mean, I think we did predict sort of four 0 So that's probably where you've got that. Yeah, from. I think but, that is. I mean, I've got the prediction page up. That's why, obviously. So. Business as usual. Um, I thought. I mean, Norwich played poorly. Um, conceded four of the same goal basically, and then one other. But uh, I don't think people should write off Norwich too soon. I think obviously they they've obviously two games, two losses, but they've played against Man City and Liverpool. Those aren't the games that Norwich need to win to stay up. Um, yeah, it's not relegation. It's two games. But let's talk yeah. about this again at Christmas with relegation yeah, and things like and that. They've signed well, and obviously it's going to take some time for their signings to to bode in. Obviously, they've made announced the signing of Brandon Williams as well, which is a very good piece of business as well. I think Tom thinks that as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, if they can hold on to Todd Cantwell as well, I think they'll I think they'll be be okay. Because there was rumours of him going to Villa, but if he if he stays, I think they'll yeah, be I good. I can't see that happening. I can't yeah. see after this old Brendan as well. I can't see Cantwell leaving, but. I just don't think pe- I think people are writing um, Norwich off too too early. Yeah, I, uh, I, I just agree. give him a chance. Exactly. A chance. Uh, yeah, I think the the ball Laporte started again over Stones, mm. which sort of infuriates me because Stones had such a good Euros and he played he so well. He was arguably last better season. than Maguire, wasn't he? I mean, you know, pray, prayers, you know, everything to Pep because he is probably the best manager in the world at the moment, and. Uh, He's obviously playing Laporte for a reason, but they were happy to get rid of him, uh, send him off to Spurs in a in a trade for Harry Kane. So I, I'm sort of a bit miffed as to why he's playing over Stones. Yeah, I mean Stones does have a mistake in him, um, and I guess Laporte 
Laporte did play for for Spain during the Euros. He transferred from France, didn't he? Uh, but I thought, yeah, I thought Stones would walk right back in, especially after him and Diaz had such a good partnership last season. But obviously Pep sees something in training that, that obviously we don't. And that's why he's paid lots of money to be a football manager. Uh, but yeah, it's just an interesting one, isn't it? Uh, why why are they doing that? I mean, I thought Stone's Stone's stock was higher than ever after the Euros, but yeah. Apart well, from that, if any listeners have any re- have, have any yeah. idea why, just tweet us. <laughs> tweet yeah, tweet just us let at us Prem, know. At Prem podcast. Prem Procast. Procast. Prem Procast. That's the one. I just I I mean obviously apart from that, not much else to say on that game. Very routine for City. Moving exactly. on. Everton, Le- Everton Leeds. Everton Leeds, game of the weekend. Exactly, that was Seth's predicted game of the weekend and it probably was the game of the it weekend. Actually was. It was a very yeah. good game. I thought uh, I thought Damari Gray was absolutely fantastic. Oh, God, what a steal. He was no yeah, money. Yeah, he's looking like a good signing, isn't it? After yeah. we slagged it off in the first podcast. If but... he can, I know, if he can if he can keep it up, well, it shows we know absolutely nothing. Um, and then Rafinha played so well as well. He scored three yeah. consecutive games against Everton now. What a goal it was as well. It was an excellent finish. And Leeds, obviously first time playing in front of the Ellen Road faithful. I, I think they were brilliant. I think, you know, they they played with intent as they always do, which is exciting. And, you know, Everton, Everton played well as well. I think these two teams are, you know, I think Leeds are going to continue where they left off last season. I think Everton might surprise a few play, people actually. I mean, after I completely wrote them off in the in the prediction episode, I actually think after a couple of games, I mean, obviously I'm not thinking too much, but I think Everton, you know, they're looking good under Benitez. They're looking a lot better than I thought a lot of people thought they would do. Yeah, well, I thought the centre-halves from both sides had good games as well. I thought Yerry Mina had a really good game. He's just, yeah, he's, he's got mind games sorted though. now. He was in the head of Patrick Bamford. Uh, he, had a, yeah. he had a solid game. And the fans, like you were saying, I mean, Liam Cooper, if you could be, you know, any more adrenaline full I don't think it's possible are those fans he had the most tackles and most aerial battles for Leeds so far this season after these first two games um, I I just think he's he looks solid he really looks solid I think he with the fans it. he's definitely he's one, one those... that engages the fans and really gets pushed on by them well yeah he's one of those players that at first glance you sort of think oh don't know much about him. How's he playing in the Premier League? But exactly, actually, because his name's not like Liam Cupiero or something. Yeah. You just think, <laughs> oh, he's, he's going to be rubbish. It's been an absolute rock under Bielsa, hasn't he? And he's, he is, he sort of embodies, you know, that lead sort of fight and determination, like you said. And he's, he's definitely proving his Premier League quality. I, I'm, I think Leeds have got a, a good player there. They've got a, a leader at the back, which is, you know, what, you know, every strong team needs a foundation at the back and, with Cooper there for Leeds, they're definitely going to be able to push on and score lots of more nice goals like Rafinha's and uh, and hopefully, you know, impress again, once again, under Bielsa. Yeah. West Ham versus Leicester, 4-1. An- another great game. Wow. I mean, Monday Night Football, it, it usually, you know, provides and it definitely did this week. Yeah, it was I great. Think. I mean, Antonio's and- goal, I mean, the one he's like, he's like flicked it over the keeper with his heel. I oh, know it's amazing. Oh isn't it? God! Oh, he he was a he was a full back for a bit. Then he was on the wing when he came to West Ham, and now he's beaten Paolo Di Canio's record for the Premier League. It's forty eighth goal for the club. What a quality and what a great personality as well. I was looking at his uh, interview after the game with a uh, you know girl Carragher, and I was just it was brilliant. He yeah he was one of those guys that genuinely seems happy to be a footballer and and doing what he loves, and obviously that comes across on the pitch as well. He uh, 
he's always determined and he's even if he's having a you know if he's not getting the service in the game he will you know like you said he's got defensive roots he will track back he's basically manager's dream and he's he's my fantasy football manager's dream as well he he lifted me up to a semi decent week after after I'd done poorly up to Monday Antonio with his with his goals and assists he, um, yeah, I'm after putting him just in. above average. I mean, I mean, we won't talk about Tom's week. I mean, Tom is rock bottom with the Premier League procrastination fancy group. Oh yeah, well, I'm just, I have no idea what's going on. I mean, I even said that I was going to put Dominic Calvert Lewin in as my captain this week, and uh, well, f- forgot to put him in. <laughs> well, I so, said the same about Richarlison. I mean, I did have Richarlison in, and uh, he blanked. So yeah, exactly. Decent for you, but Leicester. Anything to say on Leicester? I've, yeah, you know, well, you're talking about game. managers' dreams. I mean, it wasn't a great game. Easy Perez got sent off. It was completely fair. I love Michael Oliver. He just does how he is. Just sends him off. I, I think he's a great ref. Um, but Yuri Tielemans, he turns up every single game. He always has a decent game. Any Leicester fans listening and you think I'm wrong here, let me know. But I really think that Leicester can keep hold of him. That's just brilliant. He just rocks up every single week. Uh, he's the he's type great. of player that Leicester needs to, you know try and break that top four he should really be playing in the Champions League I yeah. mean that goal is 40 million well Cup. spent that FA Cup winning goal in the final was absolutely one class brilliant and he is he always puts in a shift but he's not you know he's not one of those players which is flashy and he's a bit like N'Golo Kante in the sense that you know he isn't a massive superstar name but he is a quality player and he he goes about his business you know he's one of those like Antonio who just loves playing football and you can tell that and you can see that he'd be happy to rock up for, you know, Nuneaton Town in Leicestershire as opposed to Leicester, just if he could get a game. He, and it's brilliant to see. I, I love it. And like I say, he's, he's quality in. He's one of those players which I think if you watch him during a game, you realise how involved he is. But if you were just watching the game in general, you wouldn't really get a glimpse of his quality. But he's one of those players that I, I do sort of say for five minutes in a Leicester game, just concentrate on him and just see how much he does for the team and, and like you say 40 million seems like an absolute bargain blimey that was the most psychophantic little couple of sentences I've ever heard you say about a player right Aston Villa versus Newcastle 2-0 Aston Villa about time it was a much better performance than against Watford much better I think all Villa fans will agree uh, the, the high press um, from the strikers was so much better I think against Watford um, I think Ollie Watkins average press on his own was usually about 12 presses a game and the front three against Watford didn't even manage that but no, against uh, Newcastle it was different energy it's just a different energy Matt Target was dropped I mean apparently had a knock I don't know I think he was probably I think it was just Knocked a mental knock yeah exactly <laughs> after the St Maximum but oh what a finish from Danny so. Ings um, uh, Steve Bruce felt hard done by as well uh, which I just think is a load of rubbish uh, the handball was a handball um, and the offside well I think they played it quite well recently I get it last weekend they had it a bit rough but the offside thing but uh, Wilson he was offside yeah I mean I'd just like to correct myself from earlier and say that Nuneaton is in Warwickshire not Leicestershire so <laughs> just to, just before we get loads of angry people from Warwickshire and Nuneaton sort of saying we're not in Leicestershire um, yeah I just agree with what you said I can't say I watched the game but one thing I'm annoyed about is that El Ghazi was on the penalty instead of Ings. So Why? That cost what, me... what, what on earth are you on about? Oh, yeah, for your fantasy, yeah. But yeah, as, a, as a penalty taker, that's six in six for him in the Premier I know, League. But Ings took it on uh, against Watford. 
He's the most average winger. I think every Villa fan will be there to agree with me. You know, he's got a fat yeah. lot about him, but he'll score you goals. He'll score you penalties, and a couple of goals he scored last season were bangers. Um, yeah, he's he's one yeah. of those players that seems to turn up for about five games a season and like look incredible, and you think that's why he's in the Premier League, and then the rest is anonymous. But I think Newcastle. I mean, Joe Willock obviously is a really good signing, and he'll fit right back in of his second debut. So I think you know, I still think they might go down though. I, I just maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I mean, they've, they're playing against a Villa team. I mean, that Villa team's been together quite a few years now and the chemistry in that squad, I mean, you just watch them play and they're all yelling at each other. I think Tyrone yeah. Mings is going to be a much better captain than Jack Grealish. He's got so much more of a personality. He's got such a big gob on him. Yeah. You know, and yeah. McGinn's vice captain, I mean, he's, he's definitely turned up to that. I mean, they, they, they won the penalty and McGinn's screaming in the ref's face still. It's so funny. Just thinking, oh yeah. my God, calm down, you angry, angry Scott. But yes, I mean, yeah, I mean, I just can't see Newcastle progressing with Bruce as manager. But that's just me. If you are a Magpie fan, please do get abuse at me in the comments because I need to, you know, I need a reason why you're going to stay up. I can't see any at the moment. So you need to uh, educate me on my Toon Army survival reasons. But um, apart from that, I didn't really think much of Newcastle in the game. I don't really think they ever got into it, I think. There will be games like that this season away from home for them where it's 2-0 to the home side and that will be predictable. I think it probably is a bit of a chance missed. Obviously, Villa didn't play very well against Watford, although they did improve in the, the last 15. But, you know, a, 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 a Villa side with new signings, uh, I think Newcastle, if they want to stay up, they are going to be able to be fighting for every point. And it didn't look like they were determined enough to fight for the point on Saturday and that's why they lost at the end of the day. Yeah, definitely. What about we move on to Liverpool versus Brexit FC, Brexit Burnley? We love it. Um, I mean, Brexit FC Burnley that that might be signing a uh, Max Max Cornet from Leon, and I saw a funny tweet earlier that said uh, Sean Dyche is going to be absolutely fuming when he realizes the Ivory Coast and Ireland are not the same place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. <laughs> it's a very unburnley like signing. I mean, Aaron Lennon, who's been released by. I can't even remember where yeah. that would probably he's be a more Burnley signing. Yeah, he's been uh, training with them, so hopefully he'll come into the squad. But they could do. He's already played for them, hasn't he? But, I was um, slagging off Dwight McNeil, but I tell you what, he was like their only decent player. He really was. He was. He is their only decent player, <laughs> yeah. apart from maybe Ashley Burns, Ashley Burns, Ashley Barnes. Ashley um, Barnes. Yeah, but, he thought yeah, thought he scored. I mean, he hadn't know. Every all Liverpool bloody hell, Liverpool fans, they just do my head in, and I don't even care if it's a Liverpool fan listening to this. It literally. I went on Twitter after the game, you know, just to see what was going on. And they were just talking at Van Dijk as if it was the second coming of Christ. And I was like, he's he's just played against Burnley, like and they were saying, Oh, Van Dijk is back to his best, all those all those play all those people saying that Van Dijk won't be the same after his injury. It's like, okay, probably put in a good performance, but you know, I'm not gonna say that he's back to his best after one game against Burnley, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think he's just... I think he's obviously a good centre-back, but oh, Liverpool fans just rile me. And they were against Burnley. He got who about 34% possession. And I look, at, I look at Burnley's like passing rate and their highest passes are defenders, which isn't abnormal, but for the fact that they spend most of the time in their own half makes me wonder if they can't really get out of their own half very often. And Don't their number of passes link. is not many. Their number of passes is not many. So their highest passer is Ben Mee, who's made 62 passes so far this season. 
That's not many at all. When you look at Van Dijk, who this season so far has got 141 passes. I yeah, well, he probably made the same it. amount of passes me did in the first two games in that in that game. I mean, obviously Burnley do try a lot of sort of hoofball, oh. so I don't really think passes are that. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, the set the set pieces. It, it's like yeah. it they 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 rely on them too much. Like you look at their most their most shots this season has been Tarkovsky with five shots. They're they're all going to have been headers. But they will inevitably win ten games at Turf more one nil with Barnes with Barnes or Wood scoring and and they'll stay up and the Premier League will be a worse place for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was anyway. very proud of Naby Keita. Uh, he's, Were you? He's, well, he's got the most Brad's. tackles, most tackles for Liverpool so far um, in the Premier League this season after the two so games. So he he might be stepping up in Wood. Exactly, well, he needs to. He, he seems like he's got a lot of energy and he's 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 yeah. he's, he's here. It's his is it his final year? On his contract, uh, he really could oh. do with stepping up and having one good season at Liverpool where he really fulfills his time here. Yeah, he has been a bit average up to now. But um, anyway, that's enough on Liverpool and Burnley. Yeah, that's it was enough. One of those it was games that, again, that was 3 0 that I would have said. And moving on to. My favourite game, Watford. apparently. This is my predicted most exciting Best game. game. of the week, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, well, well, it wasn't really. Brighton scored early, Watford were poor. The tale of, I mean, Brighton. Brighton are looking decent. I think people are sort of hyping them up a bit too much. People are saying they're going to be the dark horses this season on Twitter after two games against Burnley and Watford. But okay, um, Watford didn't turn up. I mean, we had a lovely tweet on uh, one of our tweets from Tony saying that uh, three thousand Watford fans turned up and and our manager provided us with a bag of shit. Um, yeah, after three thousand away fans turned up and we were served a pile of shit. That was in reply to our ta- our, our tweet saying, "What was your favourite sort of moment of the weekend?" Yeah, let us so know. So Tony, obviously, you know, his wife's left him. Yeah, uh, had nothing to do on a uh, Sunday morning. I'm sorry, Tony, if you're listening. I'm sure you. It's wife's Toby still. as well. So he's got his name wrong. But good old Tony. There we go. I like. I, no, honestly, uh, I, if people want to mess, want to tweet tweet us and reply to our tweets, that'd be great because then we'll actually talk about you on the show. Because yeah. You so have more personality we, than we do because we're we know, really boring. We know Tony intimately now. Exactly. <laughs> right. We'll um, move on from Toby. <laughs> uh, well, um, well, just a word about Brighton. They're looking okay, I guess, but I mean they'll probably stay up now after I predicted them to go down. But Graham Potter's overrated. He's, he's, no, he's underrated, sorry. He's completely underrated. I reckon if you gave him some money and let him sign some players, see what yeah. he could do with Brighton. Yeah. I, really think he, I, think he's, I think he's a good manager. I think he's quite a positive manager. Yeah, they do play well. I mean, obviously, they, they, it's going well for them at the moment while Mope is able to score. But uh, I think when Mope goes through his dry spell, they'll, uh, they'll struggle. They haven't got a recognised striker otherwise, so he's good enough. Moving on from Lil Mope to... Palace Brentford, probably the most boring game of the weekend. Um, yeah, very much. I do so. like Thomas Frank. He's a, he seems like a lovely guy, um, and it probably was a fair result. Palace don't look like anything special under Patrick Vieira, as I think we predicted. Yeah, he. It was. I mean, when I'm going to now quote Jermaine Genius from Match of the Day, saying it was an exciting nil-nil. Well, was it? Yeah, it was. It was high intensity. Oh, really. Um, Conor Gallagher was a good signing. He was he great. Is, he, he looked good at West Brom last season, didn't he? I mean, Benteke has won 11 aerial battles so far, which means that they are just, you know, getting the ball to him and letting him do his do yeah. his thing. But I mean, he is a, just a freak of nature. He's massive and he's so good in the air. But 
he's got to be scoring. He's got to put some of them in the net when he gets balls into the box. I, I agree. I like Thomas Frank. I think he's great. Uh, he's just so such full of belief for his team. I, I think I think Ivan Tony will score at some point. He was such a threat. He's getting in the box. He just throws himself at the ball. Fair play to him. It's great, isn't it? Fair and that Canos and Umbermo down that right side, that's nice, that is. I, I think that's going to be quite scary once they've had 10 games under their belt and they're up to speed with the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, Brentford is a, is a difficult game against away at Palace, isn't it, as well? So, fair play to them. And, and I'm glad that they're bringing some sort of attacking intent to the Premier League as opposed to, you know, other teams that don't know what the goal is like exactly Burnley whose highest scorer is Tarkovsky yeah moving on to Wolves the... versus Spurs oh yeah well you went to this game didn't you yeah you well I was there the you. and blimey it was funny to be on the receiving end of Nuno Ball because it was complete <laughs> Nuno Ball Neves early mistake oh, he played a class all game to be fair but it was it, that, that's where the penalty came from and after that I don't think Spurs left their half very much during the game Wolves had 25 shots which is just really? unreal. And the fact we didn't score was was a joke. I mean, Adama Traore was one-on-one with the keeper. He was unreal all game. He was a complete nightmare. No wonder there's been all of the links with Spurs trying to sign him. I'm uh, yeah. hoping that's not going to happen. Bruno Large has come out and said he doesn't think he's going to go. And they think that Adama Traore will still be a Wolves player uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, but he which has is to good. say that, doesn't he? Yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I, you I've, believe got to, I've got to believe him. Let in Bruno we it. trust we need him and yeah um, a good stat for Wolves here is we haven't scored a goal in the Premier League yet Wolves have not scored a goal and he stopped saying we it's really biased but Wolves are the second highest in the league with minutes per chance so Wolves have a chance created every four and a half minutes and really and the, the and in, the only the and the only team higher the only team higher is Liverpool, which is a chance every four point one minutes. Now That's Liverpool has played against Norwich and Burnley. Of course they're going to make chances, and Wolves have played against Spurs and Leicester. Now they're completely different calibers of team. Yeah. So Bruno Large has come in and he has completely changed the dynamic of this football club. It is awesome. I was on my feet so much during the game and the goals will come 4-0 last night against Notts Forest some cracking goals and when, when they start going in the net oh it's going to be exciting I'm excited for us to play Man U on the weekend I'm excited for Wolves to play Man U not us obviously because I'm not biased me, me and Tom are rocking up to Old Trafford on a Saturday with our old chin pads from year 7 and uh, fancy a kick about against Jane Sancho and Marcus Rashford but... exactly Exactly. I mean, one thing about Spurs, obviously, it's quite nice to see Deli Alley back. Yes, um, it definitely I always, is. He, I mean, he spent some time in the wilderness and obviously Nuno likes what he sees and has given him a chance and obviously scored the winning penalty, which yeah. is nice. And obviously Kane's staying as well, which... Yeah, isn't that lovely? Obviously, they didn't... They didn't Man City obviously just didn't offer enough and he was like, well, this ain't happening, I might as well get some respect from this. Well, we were chanting uh, to Kane, You'll be a, he'll be a mank in the morning. Will he? But he yeah. won't. He'll be a no. he'll be a Spurs player in the morning. Exactly, which is a is probably good for his career. I'm I'm, I'm glad he's staying. Oh really? Maybe I think so. I I just think he should stay and see what's going to happen this season. They have got a new director in, and then you know what? Why do you want to go to City anyway? I just don't want any players to go to City. Just, okay. Well, you know, opening the Royal Rig. Players that will be mank in the morning are Manchester United players, and uh, 
That was an they awful was transition. Transi- that was I'm terrible. Trying, you were clutching at straws, mate. That was yeah. terrible. Oh, well, thanks for pointing <laughs> out. Anyway, um, Man United backed up their opening day win with a uh, with a predictable one-one draw away at Southampton. Um, well, you said Southampton were going to win. I'm, I mean, they, they, having the fans back. This was one of those games where having the fans back made such a difference. I mean, yeah. Southampton scored, and then it was just Man United attacking them all game it was just a barrage but those fans blimey it was just it was just too much like Man United just couldn't keep momentum going because the fans the Southampton fans were just fantastic and to get a point against Man U who I think are going to be seriously good this season should be proud of themselves pat on the back for Ralph Hasenhutl and a pat on the bank for pat on the back for everyone at St Mary's yeah I mean Greenwood scored again I've uh, which is um prompted me to put him into my fantasy team so watch him not play or not score against Wolves which will definitely happen Pogba got another assist although I don't really think you can call it that yeah it was just like it's one of those that go down the stats he, he had to be there I guess to yeah, flick it on he's looking alright he's looking like a different player Pogba he's looking like he wants to be there which is um, which is nice I think he's a good player obviously and, and his quality obviously improves Man United tenfold when he plays well so they could be a real threat if Pogba you know stays interested which yeah, I mean, could you, happen you're saying this not. but look at the first two teams they've played Seth yeah I mean they've managed four points out of games that they should have got six out of so I guess I'm chatting out my arse yeah, uh, as usual um, <laughs> and I'll continue to do that uh, with Arsenal Chelsea uh, the only game that I actually watched this weekend I was busy with work and other commitments um I really, really like the look of Chelsea. I think they're defensively sound. I mean, obviously Arsenal. And, and actually, I was going to say Arsenal didn't test them, but that's not true. Arsenal had their chances in the second half. Lukaku is exactly what Chelsea need. I think we sort of said that midweek or when we recorded the last episode of Saturday morning, sorry. Um, you know, he Arsenal, those Arsenal defenders have nightmares about Lukaku. He was all in their faces. He was winning the balls up to him. He was, you know, I think Arsenal, you know, obviously they get a lot of flack online and, and understandably so, but there were promising signs. I thought Shaka played well. I thought Saka as well was dangerous, obviously, but Chelsea just so good and I think Chelsea could go all the way this season. Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I, think, I, I think it's going to be a struggle for them to um, get ahead of Man City. I think yeah. Man City, yeah. if they... Sign Vlavic from, and I, I don't know. I, I just think if they sign a striker, I think I just think they'll win the league. I and mean, they scored scored five goals without yeah. a striker. I, I just I, I don't think they're there. catchable. Maybe not this year. But Chelsea, no. fair play. They've built really well. Thomas Tuchel's a good manager. I, I agree. Yeah. It's a shame it's for exciting. Arsenal. I think that they'll they'll be fine. They'll stay up. It it, it people <laughs> are saying that they're going to bring big Sam in and they're going to be fine in relegation battle. It, wait, it's been two games. It's been two games. Yeah, trust yeah, the process. You'd expect three points from Brentford. You know, you wouldn't expect any points from Chelsea. I don't think. No. But well, we'll see. We'll wait till Christmas, and if Big Sam comes in, people can tell me I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully he won't. But um, I think that's all we've got to say on these games. I mean, if you did agree with some of our opinions, unlikely, or dispute and want to have a bit of a Twitter spat, then. Just get on our Twitter and we'll reply. And yeah, come on, have a it, good, beef. We love have a, it. 
Love have a good discussion. I mean, you've obviously listened to 28 minutes of us drobble on, so you must be interested in my opinions somewhat. So learn more of them on our Twitter. Exactly. Prem.procrast at Prem.procrast. Yeah, then it will be in the the podcast description as well. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we rate the fact that you've got this far. So thank you very much. We're going to try and skip with these, keep with these... Uh, Shorter episode, somewhat half an hour, twenty five minutes, just so shorter and sweeter. You know, yeah, we don't go on for forty five minutes about Brentford's right winger, which no one wants, apart from Brentford fans. So yeah, we'll uh, catch you later, guys. See ya. Thank you.